The Gamers Lounge with Amon Green is on the air. The Gamers Lounge. It's time to press play. And welcome to the Gamers Lounge with obviously myself, Amon Green, my good old buddy John. And uh, Ben is out this week. He was on you hard last week. I don't know if he mentioned that to you (laughs) once you got into office yesterday, John, or last week, or up until the show. What was he saying? He was like giving you a hard time, man. I'm so proud. He said, "Oh yeah," because he, he's was, uh, I guess, having uh, some issues or not issues, but like he goes through a lot of things from time to time. And I was like, "What?" I just couldn't put a put a, a head on it. I was like, "Okay." So he was ragging on you a little bit, just so you know. If he didn't come and confront you about it, I'm telling on him. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I'm telling on him. Thank you, Amon. I'm telling on him. You know, they did yeah. tell my seven-year-old in first grade to not be a tattletale. But um, but no, I, I appreciate that. So, you know what? I'll keep it ab- above uh, above water here. You know, he'll go low, but I'll go high. I won't I won't talk any smack about Ben. How about that? Okay, okay. Because I know I know this when we done uh, also Mike's show. You know, seem like you guys are like all married, uh, like a married couple <laughs> from time to time. <laughs> Y'all go at it, throw shots at each other, but love each other. Then you know, it's exactly. all yeah. a happy world, a happy world. But uh, how was your weekend, John? Uh, weekend was pretty good. Okay, so have you ever grilled a frozen pizza? No. Right. So it's, t- was this gas or was this charcoal? Charcoal. So I've never done it okay. before, and I have no idea, honestly, why. It happened to, it. to be, but it was a perfect Friday. It was sunny all day. The kid and I were playing outside in water all day. I said, you know what? I'm grilling. What am I grilling? And for some reason, I grilled the frozen pizza in Amman. If you do it the right way, it's the yeah. perfect. I don't know if you're thin or thick Ooh. crust. I mean, maybe this is this or that, right? I'm not picky, right? Well, thin crust is my is my thing. And it is the crunchiest, most flavorful. Like, I'm talking frozen pizza, right? So. Right. But still, you grill it, it takes it to a different level. I had no idea. We're grilling another pizza this weekend. Ooh, hey, there you go. You just um, up my interest in my pizza preference, okay? Because I'm really not picky, but I like to try new things. And that is a new thing to me. I haven't – I've heard of people putting pizzas on the grill. And uh, and I see I've had wood-burning um, oven um, pizzas before – or wood – or wood oven or whatever they call it yeah what, uh, yeah, what you mean the wood oven right the, i say that's like the traditional italian style over in italy how they cook the pizzas um i've had it that way so uh, i heard it that so that that sounds good i definitely would try that we got the good weather so i'm gonna welcome in the touch the twitch chat as well we got notorious afro and joseph the voice in stream right now so thank, thank you guys welcome in and uh, Renaissance, you're welcome. He just received his LS 25s. He we did a giveaway on Saturday, John, and we gave away some fun stuff. We gave away some Lucid Sound head headsets, um, oh, nice. a pair of some Jordans that I had that you, I take. You know, I take care of my shoes. You gave away so, Jordans? Are you kidding? I gave me? away Jordans. Yes, I gave away some some brand Jordans that were a size 12. You got to be a size 12. Oh, okay, yeah, that's, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> you have to be a size 12. We're giving away my um, stuff. So you got to be yeah. a size. So Because I'm looking at stuff, and I'm like, some of this has literally been laying in my storage room, on my closet forever, untouched, and it's in prime condition. And during this time, you know, during Corona, COVID-19, it's might as well do something, you know, fun for everybody that's uh, tuning in to my show on Saturdays, which Saturday is Story Mode Saturday, where I'm grinding on... Um, on uh, doom eternal right now and still 
grinding on it didn't finish it i'm right at i know i'm at the end but some of these games man they throw in so many twists and extra boards or extra um demons to fight because this is a demon game it has demons and zombies and monsters so you know i'm grinding on that so that's what i do for everybody kind of entertaining you know to give them some entertainment while they watch me game hey do some throw some giveaways out there too but um you just told me about a different grind you've been doing too <laughs> being a being a dad during this oh. time and a, and a working dad and a working mom and and a kids at home that have to be uh i say managed so tell me about your grind your okay. real grind the real grind and i feel for every parent whether you're a single parent you're two parents maybe you still work outside of the home and my wife's a nurse i work outside of the home in radio and i've got a first grader just one I have a buddy in Minnesota, man, who's got three boys and he's doing this. And I was like, wow. good luck. I mean, so I have a, a little sweet seven-year-old girl and it is a grind because yeah. they give first grade five to nine assignments a day to this do. This is first grade. First grade. And so wow. they meet with the kids. They talk about what's going to happen today. They do some fun stuff on Zoom. And then they say, see ya. And then it's mom and dad to work from home or take the day off or do something and try to get, and not not only try to get the assignments done, Amon, but you know, with a little kid, try to focus the little kid because all she wants to do is be at home and play. Yeah, (laughs) obviously. I remember those days of trying to get a kid under the age of 10 to bring it in and focus. You got, that's hard. It is hard. It's difficult. So (laughs) that's what I've been grinding away and. And then, you know, the clock's ticking. I got to get into work. I'm like, okay, kiddo, we got to do this. We don't do this. You're doing it tonight before bed. So, oh, man. Yeah, it's crazy. It seems so like even more work for her than what she would have had if she had still been at school. Right. And they're probably doing that because they know that they don't have that routine, that normal routine going on at school that they get. And they could hit the grind. You know, once the bell rings, then they're in their seats. Teachers are teaching, you know, and then the normal day goes on. So, I would believe all the schools around across America have decided or some I say in some areas like your area being one in Madison has said, you know what, we're going to crank this thing up a notch because we don't know what they're getting or not getting at home. So we're going to make sure they don't miss anything, and which is probably better. <laughs> right. Because I've heard stories of some of her friends and her cousins and man, they're barely doing anything. They're basically just at home watching TV and doing a couple of math assignments, you know. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You know, and then, and then you think about the uh, the homeschool families that already homeschool, but really much <laughs> didn't change for them. You know. Yeah. Exactly. And uh, their curriculum, obviously, is all based on what the mom or dad finds to teach them, or athletically to make sure they get out and move. And so that part of it, you know, they'll not I say spectrum, but that end of the spectrum families didn't really have much, you know, much change to do if they already were homeschooling, schooling their uh, their young kids there. So. Um, some in- interesting topics here in the world of, I say here in our world in general, um, and but I say in the video game world, we have Nintendo sue is suing Switch Pack resellers, their ongoing fight against Team uh, ex- Executor. So platform holder continues to crack down. They're trying to crack down on groups enabling pirated games to run on its own console. console. So Nintendo has filed two lawsuits against resellers um, for the Switch. So Polygon in the report says that the suits were filed on Friday, one in Ohio against Tom Diltz Jr. and the Uber Chips website he allegedly runs, the other in Seattle, a court case against an anonymous defender behind nine websites. The two filings reached, I say, much of the same with the platform holding asserting 
that the defendant offer to the public devices the sole purpose of which is to hack the Nintendo Switch game console in order to allow people to play pirated video games. Hmm. So, yes. So let me ask you. Let me yeah. ask you a couple of questions about this. How prevalent is this in other gaming systems with other gaming systems? I mean, so basically the way I understand this mm-hmm. is you go to these websites and they offer to to hack your device. So you don't even not only do you get to play the Nintendo content, but you can play anything else that isn't licensed to Nintendo. Correct. Is that kind of the way? Correct. Yeah. So how prevalent is this with other gaming systems? Among? There it is. I say 10 years ago, it was definitely prevalent because internet was just still getting built out. You know, you go back, let's go back 15 years. Let's go 2002 or 2005. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, at that time, the internet at that time was what, maybe just roughly 10 years old. So still a bait, you know, still a young child, if you look at it at that sense. So I remember my Xbox, my PlayStation, we can hack and download games from the internet. You know, we could hack, you know, not we, not me in general. I didn't, but it was people out there that say, hey, if you want, you know, 100 games on your Xbox, give me your, um, you know, code. Let me come to your house and boom, boom, boom. I could type in this code and get all these games. But then what happened was the developers and Sony and Microsoft, the publishers, they found out they got obviously caught wind of this and they start basically putting like firewalls out there. So on the Xbox, your Xbox would get shut down from a firewall that Microsoft or Sony put out if you were trying to do this. And so this has been prevalent since then. And now this is now now I say companies, obviously you see Nintendo taking it to the the actual real life and say, Hey, we're taking you to court instead of just doing a firewall and let the firewall stop it. That firewall obviously is not stopping people today to do this. To, uh, Cause we know how lucrative selling video games are. Yeah, I, I applaud. And well, I don't applaud the people who are hacking, <laughs> but I applaud them in this sense, this is, in this sense, because I've okay. heard about like jailbreaking iPhones. I, I'm guessing yeah. this is kind of the same type of, of thing. Yeah, I've, I've never yep. wanted to do that because all I've thought about is I'm not smart enough in case something goes wrong. If in this instance, my Nintendo switch or in my other example, your iPhone, like something screws up. Like once you jailbreak or hack something, like everything, you're done. Yeah. Like that's it. That's your thing. And it, you're not going to get any help with it whatsoever. Cause like you said, uh, the, uh, you know, the industry will, will shut it down. Yeah. The warranty is now and on. Yeah, it's done. Once you've done that. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm like you. I'm, right. I'm like you. I'm kind of like you and Ron Jeremy. It's like, you know what? I'm not angry. I'm impe- I'm impressed. You know, that there's people out there, you know, that can do these things from jail. I mean, jailbreaking a phone. When I first found out about that, I yeah. was like, what? Really? And and I knew and it's actually a business thing, too, because. When I did my student teaching way back in uh, 2010 and 2011, over not far from my house here in De Pere, uh, De Pere High School, uh, we had I one day I did a, I, I just uh, spent the day hanging out with the school police officer, the liaison, the liaison cop, you yeah. know, Jed Bradley, great guy. So I'm hanging out with him. We had lunch. We're walking around the hallways, monitoring the hallways, monitoring lunchtime at the high school. And then, so we get back to the office. And we t- we sit there and, and the kid comes in. He's in trouble because uh, two kids come in. Um, they're both uh, one is in trouble. The girl is crying because she got a photo put out of her from her text. You know, she got that was circulating through everybody's cell phone of her naked or whatever. And um, and so this uh, kid thought he deleted the picture or she deleted it, but found out that he could just go in and uh, type a code. 
as a police officer and type this code and, and get the phone, you know, unhacked. And I'm like, all right, all right, find the picture. And I'm like, what? You know, in terms of that, he's I was like, he, he took me up one of notch finding that out. So just the things that are out there that that either you get trained to as a police officer or yeah. what you learn as becoming a hacker. Uh, other little fun topics out there. We have uh, fantasy sports. So fantasy sports is in the esports world, John. I don't know if you were aware of that. Yet. I wasn't at so, all, honestly. <laughs> I had no idea you yeah. could do fantasy sports in the esports, like it's yes. a double double sports thing going on. Yeah, no, I had no idea. Yeah, yeah. So this thing, you know, so fantasy sports uh, firm sleeper turns esports around after their twenty million dollar round. So this company is a. Uh, in their Series B funding round closes, it just closed um, for the new League of Legends game, fantasy esports game. So obviously, you know, League of Legends is a very popular game um, out in the world. And I say it has the biggest and the most uh, highest prize pool winnings for any team. So the fantasy sports firm Sleeper, you know, with them getting the Series B funding and pushing the uh, them to the next round, you know, it's led by Anderson Horowitz, which joined, who joined the roster of other investors by the name of uh, Twitch CEO Kevin Lin. So the company was founded by by Nan Win and uh, CTO as uh, started with a focus on fantasy leagues for traditional sports. So obviously they took that formula and put it basically with League of Legends, the popular game. So with that, you know, it has uh, I say areas in the past of many grew up playing kickball to build their friendships, but now the bond force, like the new generation playing Roblox and playing Fortnite and the river, you know, the inv- um, investor said now bringing that to League of Legends. So you're going to have League of Legends fantasy, you know, drafting going on here soon, which, you know, for the gamers in the world that play League of Legends, that's just another thing. Just like, you know, us watching football, you know, when that obviously fantasy football has been around, fantasy sports has been around for a lifetime and decades and generations, which I didn't know until like two years ago. Um, I don't know when you if when you started playing fantasy football, I started playing um, probably like five, six years ago for myself. How oh, about I, you, OK, I've been playing. Well, I've been playing fantasy football since high school. So I'm talking, shoot, 1995, 1994, wow. 95 started with. NBA. No yeah. Doing NFL stuff. I, I'm on. I'm probably confident I've had you've been on my one of my rosters before. Uh, OK, for sure. Yeah. You're very valuable running back to, to pick That's what up. I've heard over the years. I've won a lot of fantasy football league <laughs> championships. My my best fantasy story, because everybody loves to hear about fantasy stories, Terrell Owens had a huge game once at the end of the year. I don't know if you remember this. I think he had like close to 20 catches or something like that. He actually mm-hmm. won me a league once uh, by doing that. But, no, I've been playing fantasy stuff. I remember stuff. The, the memory of that game for him. Yeah, for, yeah. For, I've been playing fantasy for a long time. So would you would you be down for placing bets on a on a, like a League of Legends deal? Because – not only do you have like a season long thing in fantasy football, fantasy sports, right. but you can also do like the weekly fantasy. And I'm sure that's something that the sleeper app is going to have too, I would assume. Right. Um, what I bet on it or what I, I say, no, not yet, because no. I don't know everything about, I got to learn league of legends. I got to learn. Cause just like fantasy, you have these players that you know, everything about, them. you know, for the football players that you draft to your fantasy team, you know, everything about them. Like, you know, to a Ty Gurley, to a, a, a Matt Ryan, to, Aaron Rodgers to Tom Brady, you already know their game. But now, you know, for me, I'm still I'm a noob at League of Legends. I'm now learning these characters. I know what top a top laner is. I know what a mid laner is. I know a bot lane. Okay, and bottom lane, <laughs> and that's the position where they are on the map. That's all I know right now. Okay, for for who's better at a bottom lane 
um, character wise to a mid lane to a top lane. I don't know that yet. I'm gonna learn that. You know, I'm, I have been signing. I looked at uh, the Wisconsin esports uh, high school association. The president Mike Dahl has put out there that they're gonna do an adult League of Legends league. So I'm gonna jump in that league just to learn because I I haven't only played it a few times in my life. So I'm gonna be coaching it or help coach it. I have a coach on at Lakeland University. It's gonna help me coach that uh that I say that game. But overall, I got to at least have a sense of the game. I've learned it. I know it's a lot of strategy to it and a lot of mind, think, you know, a lot of thinking things to get to uh, a victory in playing League of Legends. So for the fantasy side of it, I think it's going to for the people that are already hardcore yeah. um, League of Legends players. I believe they're going to love this. OK, show idea for the Gamers Lounge, a fantasy football and or fantasy League of Legends team. We do it this year. Ooh, yeah. That sounds good. We do it this so, year. So uh, I'm deal. I'm in for that. So the app update will first roll out in North America, Europe, uh, Korea, Brazil, and Vietnam. Okay, coming to you by the end of this year. So that's a uh, that's pretty cool. Pretty mm-hmm. cool. So now we're gonna get into some uh, to some serious. I, I would say serious because this has just been front headline for a long time in in a lot of different industries. In industries, not just here in esports. So Twitch Safety Advisory Council rolled out has been a disaster. So that's the headline there. So last week, Twitch announced a new safety advisory council intended to provide provide input of, on some of Twitch's pernicious issues, including work-life balance, safety and moderation, and protection of moder- marginalized groups. This council is made up of social media experts, as well as a small handful of streamers. One of those streamers is Steph ferociously Steph Lauer also immediately became the focal point of Twitch's latest controversy and a whole mess of harassment, you know, when she made her comments on her Twitch channel last week, last Thursday. So John, I'll bring you up to slate with this. So, I mean, you you got the link you read, I know you read through it a little bit. Yeah. So, so ferociously Steph last Thursday says the same. So the same day, Twitch made this announcement about their advisory council. She goes into and say, if you're a competitor gamer and you and people have been like Steph, you're not a competitive gamer. And she admitted that, you know, in her stream. So, well, she says competition requires you to get every advantage possible to become the top point zero one percent in any video game. You have to squeeze every amount of advantage you can possibly get. Voice chat is unfair, period. So with that comment. And from her previous streams, she got this. It was she got attacked, you know, a lot of verbiage through her chat room and uh, reading that. And then what I've you know, I've read a lot of this article. And if you Google it, you can find this article is everywhere. Read about it. And just, you know, you create your opinion. But me hearing this and then seeing what she said, she was just stating her mind. And she's a it's a she's a transgender um, woman. And. She is just stating her opinion, but her being transgender, her being a little eclectic, a little different, brought on, I say, the harassment because, and that is unneeded. I'd rather say something good and build somebody up or just say, hey, that's your opinion, but this is my opinion, but you keep it kosher, that that very few people can do that, but most people want to attack. That's how I feel about things. When people state their mind and state their opinion, like uh, so ferociously Steph has done in this, uh, in this, uh, uh, article and on her on her on her stream as well. So I just know that her saying that is 
good because she needs to speak her mind but it's people take it as oh you're trying to use your power and she's like no i don't have to i don't think she was trying to take advantage of her power she just take advantage of her voice and not let people take her power away because you have that you you have that john i have that anybody that wants to state their point of how they feel about them has that power and not saying i got power because twitch has my back or, or things of that nature so i think there are two things here Amon. so let me let me separate them out and ask you number one because this all kind of started like you said the harassment started because of her take on the voice feature on on twitch the voice chat on twitch so number one I would ask you as as someone as a gamer about the initial question like she wants to not do away with voice chat but implement some different way where harassment doesn't happen. Uh, yeah. But voice chat needs to be a staple of of this, right? I mean there's no way yeah, of getting around it. Like, you can't just change that, right? Right. And so what she's referring to is the in-game chat. Okay. When you're playing Call of Duty, right? And you're in a team play, in between matches you can hear the other team's chatter. And that's when people do their trash talking. And in the in esports the e video game world, we call that toxicity. So that's racial, that's gender based, that's discrimination remark, discriminatory remarks that are made. Wait, like racist the, comments in between oh, yeah. all the time? Oh, yeah. It, it, gets, man, it gets nasty, man. I'll be playing Madden. I've been heard the N word thrown at me, you know? And it's like, how do you know that I'm African American? <laughs> what? Are you I'm saying, right. It, people get vicious. And what I've heard, just becoming the uh, Lakeland Esports head coach that LOL, League of Legends, the game we were just talking about, has the worst toxicity online when players are bantering, trash talking against one another. They don't just say, hey, you know, you suck or this, that. They go for the jugular. They go racist. They go sexist. They go discriminatory remarks right at you. Man, there's so, got to be a line, right? I mean, yes, there is a line. OK, there so, so line. this happens so, in between. So, oh, keep going. So, yeah, real quick. So what she's saying is that voice chat need not to be taken away, but at least have a where you could change, you know, where it has a machine kind of like everybody makes fun of Batman, but where he could change his voice where you can't tell if that player is a guy or a girl only because if that person on the other side is that mean and vicious competitor trying to win at all costs that, you know what, I'm going to degrade this person, get them off their game mentally. Then I'm going to say something. Once I hear their voice, I know they're a young lady or a young man. You know that then that can be rattled by words, right? You know what I'm saying. So think, that's the that's the point of what she was getting at. You know that's a good idea because heck, there's been apps around that change your voice into like little robots or whatever. Like that's been around mm -hmm. for a while, so that could be a start. But I I still think the bigger problem here then is because you could have a voice changing device, but there are still going to be people who are going to be racist, who are going to be sexist, who are going to be all of the above. And they'll just continue to do it. I mean, I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Honestly, I'm, I'm not saying that it's a cop out that you shouldn't mm -hmm. do anything, but I don't know. Honestly, how do you stop something like that? Because you go on any social media platform, you, get the, same, yeah. you get the same crap. You get the yep. same crap. Right. And, and I think it's obviously it's a deeper issue than just the platform itself. It's it's the immaturity of of a, a lot of gamers, a lot of people on Twitter, a lot of people on Facebook, whether you're old, whether mm -hmm. you're young. It's, I agree. It's, it's immaturity. And I don't know if there's ever one way to get it 100% other than to implement protocols that if you cross the line, then you get kicked off or something, something right, along those lines. Yeah. And some places, when you say that, some places have implemented that. So I know Xbox has a option when you play in a match. You know, I play Halo a lot online. So when I'm playing Halo online and then obviously I got somebody bantering, throwing trash at me, 
obviously I, it doesn't bother me one way or the other, but if they get really vicious, you know, where they go racial, they go sexist, you can report them online in the uh, preferences of your Xbox uh, setup of your, uh, you know, your settings menu. Mm-hmm. You could go in there because it has, it records the people, the name, the gamer tags you just played. So you could go there to gaming tag and basically report them to Microsoft and that will then get them banned or put on probation for their remarks. If they have three strikes, they get banned for like a month or two months or something like that. Yeah. Cause I've had, unfortunately I had friends that were, that got banned and was more trash talking than they weren't being, you know, racist, sexist and discriminatory against people. They were just trash talking too much, but still in the sense you can get reported and then get banned or uh, you can't log on for a while uh, to couple- game. So there is some systems for the systems like micro, like the Xbox. And I'm pretty sure if, Xbox has it. Sony has it. A couple last questions for you, Mon, on this. How often would you say, like, percentage of times, percentage of time that, that, that something like this happens, some sort of comment from, from a user? So I would say, for me, I've experienced it probably 40% of the time I'm gaming. Man, that's still pretty big. You know, I well, yeah, it is, you know, and it's interesting how it's racial quick. And I'm like, how do you tell... <laughs> Do I sound African-American? Do I sound Caucasian? Do I sound like Latino? I know I don't sound Latino. I don't have an accent. Well, you are also a, a former NFL. <laughs> I mean, a quick Google search will reveal. Right. But I'm just saying, if still. you don't know me, if you right, just right. know Batman AG30 yeah, on okay. the screen that you just played against, yeah. if you hear my tone of voice, what nationality would you think I am? Uh, like right now? Yeah. I, I would probably think you're black. Okay. <laughs> no, that's, that's well, you kind of—it's hard not to. It's though. because I know Amon Green. I mean, he was on my fantasy football team. See, that's hard. Yeah, that's hard. You already know that. So yeah. yeah, it's hard to say. It's, it's hard almost, to say. It's almost an unfair it's hard question. To say if because you know me, now, exactly. It'd be hard to say, you know. So it's just hard. But uh, but I would say people check it out online. You know, give your feedback if you you know you know to to her. Give her support as well because she's getting attacked and and it's just I say it's just unfortunate you know for her, but. Um, now I want to switch it. Have some. Now let's switch the tone a little bit, John. Let's get into the next segment of here of a little bit of what it at what we call it. This or that, buddy. This, 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 this. All right, guys. I said guys. Ben's not here. All right, Amon. It's time for this or that here on the Gamers Lounge. Well, the people in the chat room people and the people. In the in the, okay, there we go. People in the Twitch chat too. Uh, all right, here we go. This or that. TV or book? Television or book? What do you think, Amon? TV or book? Man, I would say in the last, what, 11 years since I've been out of football, I have read a lot more, but I'm always a TV guy. Yeah. I am always a TV guy. I what feel like you, the way of the book is, listen, there are still people who love a good book, and I'm not saying anything's wrong with that because... It's obviously a great endeavor if you can go and head and read a book. But, man, it's all TV. In fact, Amon, I would love to read more. My mind just starts thinking about other crap all the time. Like, I'll read a sentence. I'll be like, oh, yeah, that reminds me. Blah, 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 blah. What about the And then I just start thinking about other stuff. So what I found yeah. very valuable is the audiobooks. The audiobooks. Yeah, I've for, heard about the audiobooks. Yeah. yeah like it, now, if you have an audiobook, because there are obviously different types of books, like if, if there's an informative book. I can process that information, I feel, way mm. better when I'm listening to it rather than reading it. So I will go with TV 
But if it was TV or audiobook, I might go with audiobook at this point. We might get that later down the line. So we'll keep that one in mind. Okay. So TV, TV as well. Gotcha. All right. This Next or one, that. Buddy. Movie at home or movie at the theater? Ooh. Oh, real quick, though. Notorious Afro also said TV along with Joe. Uh, Joe, the voice, I think he said TV as well. So, all right. You said movie at home or movie at the theater. Mm. Well, we all know what we've been doing over the last two months. <laughs> um, but slowly but surely now we could get back to doing the theater thing. I'm I'm definitely a movie at the theater guy. Yeah, I love going to the movie theater. Well, here's what I love. It's just the atmosphere. Everything about going to a theater is pretty awesome. And nowadays, the theaters have those cool seats, right? Yeah, all of them. Oh, my God. Those seats have spoiled Marie, my wife. She changed the game. will go to that seat. And I don't know how what the price is. I'm cheap, too. I'm frugal. Um, It's another five or ten bucks added on sitting in those deluxe luxury seats. And so I'm like, look, I just want to go see the movie. I don't care about the seats. I don't need to recline. I just want to enjoy the movie. She's like, nope, if we're not going in that theater, we're not going. I'm not going to the movies. <laughs> I'll, go like, movie, I'll go movie at the theater, and I'm with your wife, because actually the theater I go to next to my house, all the seats are like that. You don't even have the option. They're oh, all, okay. they th- all recline. I, yeah, the theaters up here in, in the Green Bay Area, I believe they're getting to that. They're doing it one step at a time, replacing all the seats with the recliner seats. So they're not there yet. They I'm, still have a probably like half the theater that still has the old school. These the seats that rock back and forth. So. Now, if I had a little mini movie theater in my own house, like a little man cave with great, you know, big sound, big TV, you know, movie chairs myself, I might yeah. lean toward that. Man, you go to movie theaters nowadays, you get a beer, you have a comfy right. seat. The you sound is loud. Dinner. You get a steak dinner, huge picture. <laughs> it's, it's fantastic. Wine. It's, you get red wine. It's great. Movie <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, we had uh, Notor- uh, I say Notorious Afro says some movies were made to be seen on a big screen. Yeah. So I believe that's theater. And then Iceman 78 goes home cheaper and still more comfortable. So the home is cheaper and still more comfortable. Well, I got to agree on that sometimes. But I, th- I think I just like the atmosphere of the yeah. theater, you know, going out there. I, I so agree. Next- I agree. There are some movies you got to go to the theater for um, this yep. or that Amon Green Ocean or Mountains. Uh, I think I, I said this when we swim in the ocean. So I'm an ocean guy. Uh, I have to say that over mountains for sure. Um, ocean. I'd rather be in the water or near an ocean, looking at the water, getting the sea breeze hitting me. That stuff. Mountains. I've been in the mountains, and they're a little bit of work. Okay, so that's the girl. <laughs> Which really I don't good. mind, but right. it is what it is. It's a good point because honestly, this is tough. They're they're both fantastic. Just to just yeah, to sit are. down and relax I agree. in front of. Um, I'll go with ocean and it's simply because of what you just said there at the end. Cause if you're at the ocean, if you're at the beach, you're probably laying down. You're probably just relaxing and listening to the water and getting in the, if you're at a mountain, you are hiking. There's elevation. There is work. <laughs> there are there's, boots. There's cougars. There are cougars. There's bobcats. There's, there's bears. There's elk and elk are huge and they run fast. <laughs> and they don't care about you. Nah, they will trample you in a heartbeat. It's yeah. you or them, and it's them all the time. They always win. They always win. They always pick up the first yeah. down. Um, exactly. All right. Horror movie or comedy? You, think? you know my answer. Oh, okay, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, you know my answer. We got Turning Point and everything. It's horror all day. I could watch a horror movie every day of my life. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'll flip it. I'll go comedy. Okay. I'll go comedy. I, although I will say one thing, and maybe this makes me sound old, Amon. 
have comedies gotten raunchier? Um, I would say I don't think so. Have they always been? There's some comedies. They always been. No, it's some. You know, some comedy. I think comedy's always been raunchy. It's been there for a while. Yeah, I'm probably yeah. just looking at it for a different lens. But I'll go comedy. Maybe because you have a daughter. You have a young daughter. That could be it. And you, because your radar when you're a parent, you got young kids. Because I remember this for me when my kids were young. My radar was always up. From the music that was playing in the car <laughs> yep. to the movies we picked, yep. we, I was like PG all the time because it was like, okay, they're not 10 years old yet, so we can't go see that, you know. But the one fatal, I did, hold on, check this out. I made a mistake, okay, one time when my kids, my oldest was 13, my youngest was five. <laughs> I made the mistake of going to see um, Watchmen. Okay. Okay. We're yeah. in we're in Los Angeles, California. We went out there for uh Disneyland. We did our Disneyland trip, right? Yeah. And I said, Oh, Watchmen is coming out. Let's go see it. And I hadn't I heard about it, but I never read the comic books, right? So I never seen pictures of the characters. I just knew it was a DC comic that was very popular. I had to go see it. So I'm like, we're going to see Watchmen, right? Probably half hour into the movie, my wife is staring me down. She's like, dude, really? She's like, Ama, really? Remember, you know, have you seen Dr. Manhattan, one of the characters? Uh, so Dr. Manhattan yeah. is full, full flesh, butt naked. Butt naked. Yeah, I was going to ask but you, what about booty, the, the blue guy who's all naked in that show? Blue guy is booty, butt naked. I didn't know this. So I got a five-year-old. It's like full frontal. Like full frontal. Full frontal. <laughs> they seeing all the junk of Mr. Manhattan. Yep. <laughs> and I'm like sitting there looking at my wife like, I didn't know. She's like, Really? She's giving me the stink out of the whole movie because every scene, he's full frontal. And I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> I knew exactly where you're going when you said Watchmen. I was like, oh, he's going to talk like, about oh, that blue okay. guy. I, dropped, I was like, babe, I dropped the ball on that one. I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize. Oh. I did not know because I was a comic book fan. I wasn't fully aware. So You're just, just more interested in like, seeing it than researching yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. All right, this or that. City or countryside? Interesting. I like this one. Mm. Uh, this one's going to make me think. You go first. Uh, this is tough because there are certain aspects of both that can really bring a nice sense of relaxation and just fun, right? Because if you're in the city, yeah. you're in the hustle, you're in the bustle. Like There's people, there's energy, there's things to do. It's fun. Sometimes yep. when you're in the countryside, you're just chilling. You're just relaxing. There's, there's slows, Everything slows down. Yeah. There's no time schedule. Like you, There's a different sense of... of I'll use the word relaxation. Dang it. Um, I'm going to go countryside. That was my gut reaction. Okay, countryside. I'm still like, man, because I kind of like both. But I'll probably lean more towards the countryside because I do like my quietness about the countryside. Not all the hustle and bustle. Um, not crazy traffic. Things of that nature. So I would say countryside. Countryside. Well. Uh, winter or summer, this or that? Um. Summer, I'm happy now. I'm getting into my happy part of the year. So summer, hands, summer. hands down. For I'm, once again, I say this. I feel like I say this every podcast. For those <laughs> who don't live in a cold climate, you have no flipping idea what forty years of winter will do to you. Yes, it, it I will agree. Break you down. You will hate every single breeze. The snow just seems like something that gets in the way of doing something fun because now you can't travel because you got ten inches of snow. Like summer all day long. It is warm. You can go outside. Right. The sun is shining. It feels nice. It's yes. Yep. 
all day long summer. So, so we have uh, Iceman78 says a little different. He says winter. Well, he says winter, summer sucks in the city. So does summer suck in the city or winter suck in the city? Iceman, spell, uh, make sure Summer you wouldn't suck that. in the city. Summer yeah, would be no awesome. Tri- it wouldn't be bad roads or icy roads like uh, Big B said. So It'd be awesome. Stuff yeah. to do. So he'll get to us on that answer. So what's the last uh, Mac item P- there for you? This or that final one here, Mon. Mac or PC? Um, See, since I'm a gamer now, I have to think about this. Like I would say two, like a year ago, you would say, I would say Mac right away. But since I'm a gamer now and I play a little bit and I, my studio app and everything is on my PC, so obviously I just answered my question. So there you go. I'm a PC guy now. I feel if <laughs> I, I feel if I ever used a Mac, I've never really used a Mac. I've always been PC, so I'm going PC. But I will say this. I feel like if, if somebody, uh, anybody listening, if, I, if anybody wants to hook me up with a Mac, I feel like if I got hooked up with a Mac, I may never go back. Right? Ooh, you bust a rhyme there. Yeah. Well, Mac is good for production. Like. Right making little short movies, big movies, whatever, um, posting it on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. So that's what I know Mac is good for. But I know PCs, they are probably good for production, but definitely good for gaming. Hmm. Yeah, definitely for sure. For gaming. Okay. Um, there you but go. Ice, on, but yeah. Iceman, Iceman clarified. So Iceman 78 says summers suck in Philadelphia. So he lives, uh, they live in Philadelphia. Why so is that, do you think? You Why is it? Just, it's probably traffic. traffic. It's probably traffic. And then the buildings, the buildings consolidate heat. You know, they absorb all that sun yeah. hitting, coming down, and then having to be in downtown Philadelphia. And I know Philadelphia is just a rough city anyway. Probably like a little yeah. oven, a little oven when you're yeah. downtown. All the buildings are, yeah. All right, there you go, Mon. That's uh, this week's This or That. Thank you very much, John. All right. So we got Big B says he's a Mac. is more graphic design. There you go. So I'm going to fly through these game releases because we're coming up on the end of our time here. So game releases came out yesterday to the end of this week. So fall a fold apart. Now, I'm, I got to tell you this game real quick and then we'll get reading around the rest of the line. This is a good one. So this came out. This comes out. This came out yesterday. It's available on um, Apple Arcade, Nintendo Switch, PC, PlayStation and Xbox. So Lightning Rod Games presents a fold apart award-winning puzzle game that explores the emotional roller coaster of a long-distance relationship all right this is a video game okay that, all right that explores the emotional roller coaster of a long-distance relationship in a world of folding paper so after career choices i mean they didn't went deep on this one so let's listen to this after career choices forces them to separate their past a teacher and an architect vow to make their long-distance relationship work at any cost Experience both sides of the story as the couple navigates complexities in their miscommunication and the emotional ups and downs that separate um, that separation brings by flipping and folding and unfolding the paper puzzles in their handcrafted worlds. You can help the couple overcome the emotional barriers of their relationship. But will love endure is the question. Wow. So I guess to win, a, to win, you just got to fall in love at the end or what? Basically, you got to stay together. Stay together. To Man. That's the whole gist of this game. So another, it almost similar, graphics are similar to uh, Animal Crossing. Yeah. It's on Switch. You know, Nintendo, they're all about kids and family and keeping that. And that's their niche. They know their niche. So the graphics are similar. Like I said, similar to Animal, Animal Crossing. They have over 50 handcrafted paper folding puzzles to play. 
And, uh, you know, and it's relatable to a true life story of a long distance relationship. So all those things you do to stay in touch with one another when you have miles in between you. So I just thought I, that one, I was like, I got to talk. I got to describe this game. And like I said, that game is on all, on all platforms. And then a few other games that came out yesterday, I'm going to get through the list here. Golf with your friends. That's on PlayStation, Xbox and Switch. Gorn, which is on PlayStation Virtual Reality. And then an old popular game is back, Warhammer 40,000 Mechanist. That's on Switch now. And then the wonderful 101 Remastered, that's on PC, PlayStation 4, and Switch. And then today comes out the Crucible. The Crucible looks pretty cool. It looks like a cross between, I would say, Overwatch and Monster Hunter. And it's a shooter, four-person player shooter game that is on PC. And then also out today is Never Song. And then tomorrow comes out Aqua Lungers, Monster Train, and Red Wings, Aces of the Sky. And then What the Golf, that's on Switch. Actually, Aces of the Sky is also on Switch, and Monster Train is on PC. And then Chu Hao Juntai is on uh, PC. That comes out tomorrow, or that comes out Friday. And Maneater, that's on um, PlayStation, PC, and Xbox. And then Remastered Saints Row, the third, is out. On PC, PlayStation, Xbox, also, also comes out Friday. And again, also the wonderful 101 remastered on all platforms. That comes out on uh, PlayStation, uh, Switch, and PC this Friday. So those are the game releases of the week. And then now we're going to marry our way down the stream to what everyone is watching on stream. I know right now, new episodes are back up on my one of my favorite informing comedians, Slash influencers Hassan Minaj, he is back with Patriot Act with new episodes, and I'll say one of his latest episode is what happens if you can't pay rent. Obviously, we know what's going on with COVID nineteen. A lot of people are not earning, can't work. So he goes down that road of answering those questions of what people are doing to basically find other sources of re- of, of income. But he always adds in his little twist of comedic value. So check him out. He's on Netflix. He's a he's a fun dude. And he's informational. I say, if anything, informational. But this is volume six. So he has other five volumes of about 10 episodes per volume that is all informative, political, comedy, variety talk show-esque, you know, going on. So check him out if you haven't seen him, John, and everybody in the chat, in the Twitch chat. So what about you? John, what you what you're watching on stream? By the way, Amon, I will check out Patriot Act um, because I've I've scrolled through that before, and I, I never have clicked on it. But uh, your last recommendation of the Jeff Goldblum stuff on Disney Plus was spot on, and I was like, yep. I love that. So I'm gonna I, I'll check out the Patriot Act for sure. Well, this one is kind of um, you know I'm watching it with the wife, so mm-hmm. we don't always click on the same stuff so i'm not same here same here don't so you're not by yourself (laughs) i'm not exactly sold on this but i'm sold enough to recommend checking it out if you're into this type of thing so it's called dead to me it's a tv series on netflix if only reason honestly we clicked on it's getting 91 percent on rotten tomato tomatoes yeah because it was number one on netflix i'm like okay let's check this out it's christina applegate and uh what's it linda carta Cardinelli. So Cardinelli. yeah, yeah. You, you weren't here last week, but that was my choice last week. Okay, it's, <laughs> what, what do you think about. of it? Because I'm, I'm, I'm entertained. Like I look forward is, to watching a couple episodes every night. It is awesome. James Marston, the guy who plays Cyclops, is in it. Yeah, I talked about it last week. I recommended it to people, so I'm glad you you caught that 
annoyingly, you know, without you being on the show. Have you finished season week. two? We finished it all. Yeah, we knocked out me and me and Marie knocked out season one. Boom, and then when season two knock came um, out, we watched we watched that in a weekend in like three days. We we're not, we we're done with it. So see, that's we, like I got to talk about it because it's awesome. The wife and I are always so busy that when we see a series, it's kind of like okay, how many episodes do we have? How long can we stretch this out but still you know wetting our appetite of getting enough content throughout the night? Um, so right. we, we if we knock it out in one day, then we won't have another series for like a month. Um, yeah, probably longer. Yeah, <laughs> so dead it's to about me. a year. It's about a year. Right. So, what's up, Big B? Uh, D Squad, ACZ, yeah, yeah. Welcome to the stream. And my man Pooch, Pooch thirty two fifty five is a Mad. I say Madison area police officer. He's in Fitchburg, actually, police oh. officer down there. He so he's protecting your neighborhood, John. I'm Sam Fitchburg too. What's up? Yes. Yeah, so, so so Pooch says hello and good afternoon, my friend. Yes. So and Minaj. Hassan Minaj show Patriot. It, so new episodes are every Sunday. So you, even though you, oh, okay, you can't really binge him unless you're behind. Sure. So you can only watch the one episode per week, which I think is a beautiful, a great idea for shows like that because you can binge them and then boom, now you got to wait six, seven months or a year or longer. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> before, um, before the next show, you know, comes up. So to wrap up this show, we talk about my favorite subject which is horror movies. And this moment, in this moment in Turning Point, we bring up the classic horror flick. And I love your, I don't know, I think that was your card. Your, your text to me said, you haven't watched it since it came out <laughs> in 2001. Yes, it's been a while. <laughs> I love that text. So we're talking about Jeepers Creepers, the horror mystery that came on August 31st of 2001, to be exact, written and directed by Victor Silva, with stars of Gina Phillips, Josh, Justin Long, and Jonathan Breck. So this story is a brother and a sister driving home through an isolated countryside road. So this is also where countryside can also be dangerous for you. <laughs> for a spring break encounter of a flesh-eating creature, which is in the midst of its ritualistic eating spree. So if you watch... There's three of them, actually. There's three Jeepers Creepers. I don't know if you were aware of that, John. Did you know that? I stopped after Jeepers Creepers 1, or the, the original. <laughs> so you just said, I'm done after this. I'm like, okay. Yeah, All right. Yeah. So they made three of these things, okay? Uh, the first two were actually the best. Number three was kind of, eh, but the first two were the best. But number one, there wouldn't be no two and three if I was in this movie, okay? This right. is where break the turning down. point happens. Break Let's down. break this down. So right in the beginning of the movie, it opens to... Josh Long's character and Gina Phillips, the sister, brother and sister pair, are driving along this desolate country road, and they're talking about what they're going to do. You know, they just they're on spring break, what they're going to do when they get home, and all this, right? So they're driving past this house. Josh, Justin is driving, and his name is Derry, by the way. Tell me this: Do you does anybody know, or has a friend or known of a person by the name of Derry? Never. That's what I. Never. Okay. I'm, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just like, wow, I never heard that name of a person named Derry. And I wonder how it's spelled. It's, I, I didn't, it's I like Larry. I looked it up. It's like Larry. Okay. Derry, except that you had a D. Right. So Derry is driving, sister in the passenger seat. They're driving by, by this old beat up house. And they see this guy, which is the Jeeper Creeper guy. And he's taking bodies, or what they assume is bodies, wrapped in sheets because there's blood stains. there's rope around, tied around the bodies, throwing them down this well, this pipe that's coming out of the ground. Okay. They're looking. They see this. They're like, what is he doing? They drive by, but they're like, 
all of a sudden now questioning themselves. They should stop because so they did stop no, because no, uh, I think no. something happened with the car. So they stopped and it's like, Whoa. so the brother, Derry, puts this guilt trip, guilt trip on his sister saying, what if that was you? What was that? Was you in that hole? You know, I would have I would have popped out of the back seat of that car and said, and if it was me, I would I would tell you to keep on driving. Don't <laughs> go back and look. I'm dead. I'm done. Don't think about me. This I passed away. That's why people die. That's what happened. People die in this world. Okay, you live and you die. So if you get murdered, unfortunately, by some alien or monster that is eating people every twenty years, then so be it. So don't go back to that house, please don't, because everybody in this movie is gonna get end up dying because you messing with something you ain't supposed to mess with. Get back in the car, write about that thing. Movie over. All right, that's not turning point of the week because these knuckleheads. He get he puts on. He's sniffing through their clothes and stuff, you know, at the gas station. And then you find out he's this creature. He has wings and he sniffs. And he he, he gets your, once he gets your scent, it's over. It's game over, man. It's like Bill Paston from Aliens. Game over, man. Game over. He's coming for you. So if you're ever on a desolate road and you see a guy in a fedora and a trench coat throwing what you think are bodies down a pipe in the middle of the country, Keep going. Let them bodies go down that pipe. Because you don't want to bring on the hell half fury demon that's going to hunt you down and sniff you and then eventually eat your body part that he needs. So if he, has a, if he gets an arm cut off, he's going to eat your arm so he can he could grow your arm. So keep driving. Keep it moving. How we say it, John? Keep it moving. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. So thank you. That's the turning point of the week. And thank you for tuning in to Amon Green. On the Gamers Lounge with my boy John, listening in. Next week we'll be back for a new turning point, new this or that, new more more topics in the world of esports and video games, and I'll say pop culture in general. And have a good time. So, John, since Ben's not here, where can we find the podcast? As always, you can find the Gamers Lounge podcast with Amon Green on the iHeart Radio app. Just search it, and wherever you get your podcast, go check it out. Go check it out. Thank you, everyone. See you next week. Talk to you next week. Let's do that.